0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash podcast. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash podcast. And if you're interested on soulawakeningpodcast.com, under the free gifts tab, we have a reading list of some of our favorite books, which are all available on Audible, along with a link to receive your free download. And lastly, if you write us a review on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it, and then email it to us at soulawakeningpodcast at gmail.com. You'll receive a free 15-minute guided relaxation meditation in return. Thanks and enjoy. Welcome to the Soul Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Kat Fowler, and today's episode is going to be all about flower essences. So in this podcast, we've had a range of guests, which we'll continue to do, and they're all experts in their fields. And one week we may be talking about starseed origins, and the next week we might be talking about Chinese medicine. So it's really a broad range of things that will spiritually awaken your soul and help you on the holistic healing path. So, for today's episode, I'm very excited to bring to you our guest, Katie Hess. Katie is a flower alchemist, author of Flower Revolution, and founder of Lotus Way, one of the world's leading floral apothecaries. With her signature elixirs featured in the Oprah Magazine, the New York Times, and LA Times, her flower-powered community is thriving. Katie teaches mindful awareness practices at flower lounge events around the world, hands out flowers to strangers in urban flower flash mobs, and hosts her own Flower Lounge podcast. Founder of the Self-Arising Nature Center in Phoenix, Arizona, she combines botanical remedies and flower essences with traditional Chinese medicine. The essence of Katie's work is to bring people into a whole new world from the inside out. All right, so thank you so much, Katie, for joining us today on the show. I'm so excited to be here, Kat. I'm really excited to have you because I actually found your company completely randomly. I was gifted this gift box from a magazine that I worked with, and your mist was in it, one of your aura mists. And I remember just, you know, there was like maybe 30 different products in that box, and I was using it. And then I just kept going back to it and using it and using it and using it. (laughs) And I was like, what is it with this spray? Like, is it the smell? So then when I read it and I read it was a flower remedy spray, I was like, oh my gosh, this makes perfect sense. And then I immediately got a few more and then a few more. And now (laughs) I'm a loyal user of your essences. And I really, I truly love flower essences. I've used them since I was little. My mom introduced me to them um, and got me a few when I was young and, So it's something that I've always loved and there's something very special about the energy of your product. So that's why I'm really excited to have you on because I think your work is so heartfelt and you're very in tune with the energetic vibration of what you do. And so I think that there's going to be a deeper layer to what we're talking about.
1: Oh, wonderful.
0: Yeah. So for people that are just tuning in and they've never really used flower remedies or essences, what exactly are they and how do they help us in our well-being?
1: Yeah. So the first thing I would say is to just close your eyes and imagine you're running through a field, like a meadow full of daisies and how that makes you feel. And then imagine you're walking through a rose garden and notice how that feels. And then imagine you go into another garden, you reach down and you pull a huge giant roughly peony into your face and like Breathe that in deep and how different that makes you feel. And then, one more let's say you walk into a bamboo forest and how that makes you feel. I think that makes it so, it's like viscerally in our own bodies. We know that each flower and plant on the planet has a really specific effect on our state of mind and our bodies. We know that, like we can feel that just from imagining Mm -hmm. flowers or trees or plants, right? How do we know that? It's like our own innate wisdom that knows that. And so what flower essences are essentially is a way to capture how flowers and plants make us feel if you want to get into like the nitty-gritty of actually what is it it's like the life force or the chi or the energetics of a flower or plant but essentially then the effect is um if we put it in our body or on our body it affects us in such a way that it's like we're running through that field of daisies or we're in that rose garden or we're in that bamboo forest or putting that giant peony in our face
0: (laughs) So, how exactly do you extract or work with the essence of a flower? Like, how is that different from essential oils? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so essentially, we love essential oils too. we 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 work with them as well because they're just such a like sensuous, seductive, lovely, like self-care treat um, and powerful in their own right. The way that essential oils are made is through equipment, like distillation equipment using high heat and cooling condensing unit so that you're separating out the actual oils from the plant that are highly aromatic from the hydrosol which is like the the water that also comes out from the plants and you use roots seeds leaves flowers whatever parts of the plant um, to extract that essential oil I think of essential oils like the blood of a plant uh-huh. and it's also really good for our circulatory system. It's also like the immune system of a plant, right? It keeps bugs and animals away and it can also boost our immune system. Uh-huh. Whereas flower essences are only used with the flower of the plant because that's where the the highest concentration of energy is in a plant is in its reproductive system. Uh, unless you're talking about a tree, then you would work with like sprouts. Yeah. And how it's made is it's called a solar infusion process. So you don't need any large equipment like in this distillation process. What's most important is your intention or your motivation or why you're doing it. Um, Many people will choose special days to collect flower essences like full moon or new moon Mm. from special places where there are no impacts from people or pollution. So very like clean, pristine area when flowers are right at their full bloom point. Soaking the flowers in water in the sunlight. And the sunlight is sort of like the magical ingredient catalyst of what gets the life force or the feeling of that flower into the water. And the water is like a recording device, mm-hmm. you know, like the beautiful, like rainbowy iridescence on the back of a CD, mm-hmm. or like the weird little shimmery magnetic tape in a cassette tape if you're as old as I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's like those are technologies that can record information. And honestly, like I have no idea how you can get music and movies and DVDs like into DVDs and CDs onto that like beautiful little disc. I have no idea how it works, but I, I know that water is also similarly a recording device. So it can pull in the information from a plant or flower and store it. And then we add alcohol to preserve that quality. So that's essentially the, the nuts and bolts of what a flower essence is.
0: And there's so many. So how did you really start working with them and decided to really make it your life's work? Like what originally got you on the path of deciding that this is what you're going to do and then learning all of the different flowers? Because it's really a science.
1: Yeah, when I graduated college, I was looking for, I really was searching I know that we as human beings have not fully reached our full potential and we experience a lot of stress and we experience suffering. And I wanted to find something that would accelerate people's ability to move toward their full potential and to find more happiness and to be more bold and courageous and fearless. Mm-hmm. So I was looking and I, you know, I spent a lot of time living outside the country. I spent a lot of time studying all different kinds of natural medicine. And when I found the flower remedies, it just felt like a perfect fit because it seemed like something that people could do for their entire lives and never reach the ceiling, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And I was really personally motivated and inspired by my teacher's vision, and he said that if 3% of the world's population were actively regularly using flower essences, it would create enough of a ripple effect that it would radically change the future of our planet. That was so inspiring to me because you know I think a lot of us feel like we want to make an impact, but geez, like how are we going to reach so many people? And is it humanly possible? And I felt like wow, three <laughs> percent. We could do. Th- I could devote my life to trying to get closer to three percent of people working with flower essences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it was just so fun and interesting. Like, who doesn't love flowers? And the thought that a flower could accelerate you on your path to personal growth is just so fascinating and cool and interesting. So from there, I mean, I just like dove head in and studied with my teacher and apprentice and eventually ended up coming back to the United States and starting a business, working with people one-on-one for 10 years before I even even thought about creating products. Mm. And you
0: guys source your stuff yourself, right? Yes. So at this point,
1: yeah, many years ago, I started collecting flower essences on my own. I worked with my teachers' flower essences, I think, for the first seven years, and then I started collecting. And at this point, we, for many years now, have just exclusively worked with flowers that we collect. We collect all over the world Mm -hmm. um, in many different countries, which is also really fun and interesting.
0: (laughs) And so what makes these essences so powerful?
1: I mean, just in general, flower essences are powerful because they're working on such a deep level. Some people might say subtle and gentle, but sometimes they're not so subtle. Sometimes it's quite obvious and they work very quickly and almost in sort of like an unbelievable, unbelievable, miraculous way. Mm -hmm. It's like they show you things about yourself that either you haven't seen before Positive, negative. They show you patterns, they show you your habits, they show you what's holding you back, they show you how like free and liberated you can be if you if you're able to sort of unravel that pattern. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking like as an example, we have this program called Flower Evolution where we work with a, a like a new wacky wild weird flower elixir each month. And this month we're working with Starflower. And I've been working with flower essences for almost 20 years, so it's not anything new yet. Every month, I'm just like, oh my God, I can't believe it. Like, this is so amazing. <laughs> it's this tiny little luminescent flower called Starflower, and it grows wild in the desert. It's very tiny. And it's fascinating to me that such a tiny flower can have such a dramatic effect on me. For example, I used to be a little more wary of video. And I've been, I've been, I think I've been shooting like two or three IGTV videos a day Mm -hmm. and just like loving it and having fun and not caring about what I look like. And okay, so I gained a few pounds. Oh, so I don't look my best, whatever. Like just be of service, get it out there. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one example just that I'm currently experiencing, even after so many years of working with them, that they have this magical quality of, making things a little easier, taking the edge off, and also facilitating the ability for you to access your own inner wisdom and your own insight. I I remember this other time where I was working with this blend that we have called Boundless Wisdom, and I was cooking, and I was moving food around in a walk, and suddenly it was like flash. Oh my god. Now I completely, it's like I understand why I'm like this and this aspect and what happened to me since I was a child that now I do this, this it was like, mm-hmm. you know, it was just like, boom, lightning, like it all made sense. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the flower is doing anything to you. It's it's almost like it's opening up different channels of, of your own wisdom and insight, which I just love. It's like empowering you to access your greater potential, your greater creative expression in the world. And mm-hmm. If you've noticed something specifically about lotus wayflower flower essences, the answer I would give to that question is just, like, I think the, the depth, like the absolute depth and sincerity of the wish for awakening for for myself, for my team, for my community, and for everyone in the world. I think that makes an impact.
0: Mm-hmm. And I know and with I know- flower essences, that you could take them all differently. Some are oral, some are topical, some are mists. Is there a difference between the application?
1: I mean, that's a great question. A lot of people have that question, like, which one is the most effective, and how should I use them? And the answer is always to use the one that you'll love the most and use the most often. Flower essences are funny, you know, like, um, sometimes I talk to groups about, like, the different qualities of flowers, and people will inevitably always say, like, ah, I need a gallon of that, you know? (laughs) And it's not quantity it's frequency so like if you drink a gallon of flower essences not much will happen but if you use them every five minutes a lot will happen mm. so in our world we have elixirs that you can take internally that taste like honey or you can put them in your beverages we have mists that have essential oils added to them that you just missed around in your aura or your space or your body we have anointing oils that you can anoint your wrists and your pulse points they Um, They've got a stronger dilution of essential oils, so they're more like natural perfumes. Mm -hmm. And then we have serums that you can put on your skin, like your whole body after you get out of the shower, and bath salts. So I just always recommend to people, use whichever forms that you'll be inspired to use them the most often so that you get the most benefit over time.
0: And you were saying you worked one on one with people for years. So what does that look like? Like what did you what was the title that you used? And what does that look like when someone would come in for a consult with you?
1: Mm. I mean at the time I think I just called myself a flower essence practitioner.
0: (laughs) I think I was always
1: struggling for a title. (laughs) I called myself. Um, Yeah, the during the first ten years I met with people one on one and we would meet typically every three to four weeks. And we would talk about what was working in their life, what wasn't working, what was tripping them up, where they wanted to be, what their ideal life would look like, say, like in six months from now, what would your ideal best life look like? And one by one, we would just chip away at the things that weren't working it just got to a point where I was seeing so much radical transformation in people that I just was like, this is insane. Like this should be a reality TV show. How, how is it that I am in a confidential setting and I'm the only one that can see this, you know, people would come in their first appointment with like a laundry list of 15 things that were, you know, like weighing on them or bothering them or disturbing them or just like creating pain And, and then within like as little as a month of working with flower essences, they would come in and their faces were radiant, their body language was different. And they're like, you know what? I realized I couldn't control any of that. So I just let it all go. (laughs) It's like, what? You know, and I just would see that time and time and time again. And I just started to go a little bit crazy. I was just like crazy in a good way. Like I need to reach more people, like every single person on the planet needs to have access to this like how does not every single person in the world use flower essences if they're (laughs) so gentle and easy and doesn't require like an expensive gym membership or you know it's just like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. still to this day right it's like why isn't every single person using them because they are so darn effective
0: that's so interesting what would be like one or two of the wildest transformations that you've seen you don't have to give names or anything but just stories
1: yeah I mean I wish I could show you the before and after pictures because like I'm thinking about one woman in particular where I have snapshots from our session together Mm -hmm. and the expressions on her face are just like you know you know, we don't realize as, as human beings, we don't realize how much we're projecting on our faces because we can't see them. Mm-hmm. And we just think we live in these like little, little bubbles, like little worlds in our own minds where no one can hear our thoughts. It is like all over on our faces. <laughs> so, you know, this woman's face is like incredible pain and sadness and hurt and anger and resentment and hopelessness. And there's like, you see it in her, like, like, deep expressions in her face and then I have photos of her one month later actually it was only three weeks later and she's just radiant and laughing and looks like free and liberated and just like 10 years of weight came off of her Mm. but in terms of a longer term example like 10 years there's one woman that I worked with for a very long time she discovered me We discovered each other very early on in my career, and I included her story in the Flower Evolution book just because it was so powerful. And when I met her, she was kind of a struggling teacher, struggling in a relationship, struggling with a lot of things from being on medication, wondering if, you know, know, with like psychiatrists saying like, you're going to be on medication for the rest of your life you know wondering how long our marriage would last to fast forwarding 5 years in the future and now 10 years down the line it's like you can't believe it's the same person like i show people before and afters even just from the 5 years like here's when i first met her and here's 5 years later and people are like that's the same person because she just looks so different and right now she's she transitioned out of teaching Uh, Right now she's doing, like she's marrying people and also doing ceremonies for people when they die. Mm. And she's in a band with her husband and she sings and they make really beautiful music. And she moved to a different city where she felt it was less busy and she could get exactly the house she wanted and raise her kids the way she wanted and be in the forest. And it's just fascinating to me when you take one person's story and like not only, you know, it's like going in the trenches and like digging somebody out. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if you're stuck in the mud and like two people come on either side of you and just like pull you out of the mud. Mm-hmm. There's that. But then there's also like putting fire under her feet and like having seeing her just like whoo, like run faster. Mm-hmm. That's what really motivates me, is to think about what each of us as a human being, what, what our capacity is, and I firmly, without any doubt, believe that each one of us is so capable, is capable of things that we can't even conceive, right? Like, if you can, so you can, like if you thinking about yourself you could probably write down on paper where you think you could go. Like, I'm pretty sure I could do this with my business. and I'm pretty sure I could do this with my life, and my relationships. And before I die, I'm pretty sure I could get to this point. And then there's stuff that like, you don't even know you're capable of that is so freaking far out and fascinating and beautiful and wonderful. And that's what really inspires me is like, I've seen myself do things that I never thought were possible. And I've seen that in my team and I've seen that in in my community. And I just get really excited thinking about each individual is so fantastic that our mental minds can't even conceive of it. But but flower essences can speed things up in a way that we're not held back. And so we can just move faster on that pathway.
0: Mm -hmm. So this makes me think it could be useful for people listening what are some great flower essences that you would use for a lot of stress people that are anxious and stressed and super busy
1: yeah so I can speak in terms of blends or flowers do you Uh have a preference?
0: let's do flowers Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. so arctic lupin is really good for when you have a lot on your plate a lot going on, a lot of change and transition Mm -hmm. and sometimes feel like you just don't have enough support it's like that really wishing to have more support and it brings in a sense of deep peace and and like like everybody's rooting for you like anything could anything could happen in your life and nothing could stress you out Mm. another flower that I find Americans in particular needing really often is called fireweed it's like any bad memories from childhood or the womb or things that we don't even remember that are affecting us today, it softens them and makes it so they're not, not affecting us on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Bee Balm is good for past trauma, like for kind of like PTSD situations or high anxiety situations. Passion Flower is great for people who can't sleep or who have monkey minds. Uh, rose is a wonderful flower for more self-compassion and more gentleness and nurturing pink magnolia is for when we give all of our time and energy and resources away and then forget to take care of ourselves. It helps us engage in more self-care and take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. I could probably go on forever. <laughs> Do you have any like specific?
0: Yeah, let's, I'm just thinking, okay, what about people that are going through a lot of sadness or grief
1: Hmm. Mm. rose is a good one for that um it just in terms of like healing the heart but i would also recommend flowers like pink spiria which kind of looks like this little party on a stem it's um <laughs> it like heals wounds of the heart and it brings in a sense of joy and laughter self-heal is another flower that People typically know it as the flower that helps us activate our stores of self-healing ability, but it also helps us break patterns. Mm. It helps us move through grief more easily and be able to like, see the possibility and the opportunity in it. Bee balm, which I mentioned earlier uh, for like, PTSD-type things or traumas, is great for sadness or anguish or loss.
0: And what about for people going through a lot of transformation? Cause this podcast is really all about spiritual awakenings and that can be a very tumultuous time in people's lives uh, where everything kind of gets turned upside down. So what about in those times?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would recommend something like white magnolia, which is for recognizing divine timing and mm-hmm. being open to change in whatever form it takes, or something like the Bodhi leaf. Most people are usually drawn to it when they're like longing for more of a spiritual connection or there's a part of them that wants to do more meditation Mm -hmm. or to help move them through whatever those challenges are. Mm -hmm. Another option would be something like Lilac Flower, which is for freedom. And letting go of of expecting things to be a certain way or letting go of attachment, releasing attachment, releasing control and opening to bigger and better opportunities. Mm.
0: And so when you start using these essences, do you recommend kind of pacing yourself and doing like a few at a time repetitively or can you kind of just switch around what you need daily?
1: I recommend committing to one thing at least. So the way that I personally do it is the one that I take internally, like in my mouth or in drinks, mm-hmm. is the one that I'm like really deeply focused on. Mm-hmm. And then I'll use some of the other like mists and oils. I'll just sort of like add or layer those on top as I, need, as I see fit or as I need to for extra support during the day. You can use as many as you like. The important thing is to just choose one and like really work with it for at least three to four weeks so that you can see that cycle time typically a cycle is 21 days for you know habit to change or for something to really set in and so using at least one same thing for three to four weeks will allow you to really see the benefits
0: what i feel about flower essences is like the same as crystals if you don't know anything about the description you don't know anything about what they do but you just are attracted to the image of it you're attracted to what it looks like like that's kind of how i started working with flower essences a long time ago for people that are very new to this and maybe they don't have the whole library or books on it or information on it but they want to start using it how would you recommend they start picking their elixirs or essences
1: exactly as you said the the image method never fails so whatever (laughs) you're visually drawn to is what benefits you most in the moment and i can tell you that with 99.9999 percent Certitude or efficacy because I've just talked to so many people and seen so many examples where you know when given options of like 50 flowers they will always be drawn to the ones that they need most in the moment so just by looking at the flowers and seeing what you're drawn to something as simple as like on our website, we have 12 flowers, and you see which one you're most drawn to, and then it, you know, gives you the results. That's like a really quick, down-and-dirty, simple way. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a flower card deck um, with 54 flowers, and you can choose which are, say, like the top three that you're just so drawn to, and that will give you a great place
0: to start. That's actually funny you just mentioned that because I was thinking if you would like to use your flower deck and maybe give a mini reading for the listeners just whatever it is that whoever is listening at the moment now needs to hear most in their journey.
1: Okay.
0: I hear the deck flipping.
1: <laughs> Shuffling. I'll pick 3 cards.
0: Okay. 1 2
1: 3 Oh cool. Okay. So, the first flower that I chose was nectarine blossom. Nectarine blossom is like the sweetest pink flower that grows on the tree, kind of like cherry blossoms, but a little bit bigger. And the question that goes along with it is where in your life do you feel that there is an energy that's inflammatory, aggressive, or uncomfortable? It brings in a sense of sweetness that you're among friends. magnifies tolerance affection thoughtfulness and if there's just in general any area where you feel like under attack or people aren't as supportive as you'd need them to be it shifts that dynamic so that you feel like you're surrounded by friends Um, it can also relieve neck pain and tension Hmm. the second flower is jade succulent it's have you ever seen like a jade plant like a jade succulent no Sometimes people like to have them as like house plants and they have this really beautiful flower that looks like a white pinky white star. And the question is, do you have a unique talent or new idea inside of you that wants to come out or are you feeling low in vitality? This is like the flower that either like charges up your stores of energy and boosts your chi but then also likewise it's as it boosts your chi, it also boosts your presence. So it's like that sense of when you walk into a room and everyone looks at you like, whoa, who's that person? Because they're just so supercharged. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It gives you that that extra boost. It gives you clarity about what you want in life. And if you have been feeling shy about something, it helps you really just like bring it out into the world. Message is go for it. And then the last flower is the pink primrose. The question is, do you have a big project so that you're teeing up or a big vision of what's possible in your future? Because pink primrose helps you prepare for rapid growth and expansion, whether that's external, like in your career or creative work or family or personal growth. It just like makes things effortless. It helps us think outside the box and be ready to move into action without hesitating. So the short story is, you're among friends. Go for it and make it effortless.
0: (laughs) I love that. Thank you so much. (laughs) I hope that resonates. It does. I think for a lot of people, I think a lot of people right now are just at a collective level stepping out of their old kind of the old paradigms, their old ways, and starting to move into their truer, more authentic self. But to get there, there's a whole journey, really, and the whole process really is shedding of all these layers. But I think once you kind of get towards that end point, then you can start to see exactly what you're just saying, those those things in the future that you know that you're really here for and really work towards your personal mission. So I think that's probably going to resonate with a lot of people.
1: Yeah, and then like looking at it, just taking a step back, it's like, are we in an environment that will support our work and it's like removing any layer that would or any messaging in our dna that would say that the world isn't ready for what we have it's like no it's it's ready it's ready now we can go for it we can stop being shy and we can just like pull out all the stops and be visible and be seen and that way growth can be effortless
0: i like that yes i think that so many people are going through that right now on so many levels in whatever field they're in. It's really like stepping out and away from what the judgment may be or the preconceived judgment, which may not even be there, which is really what we hold on ourselves. And then just totally shining. So yeah, yeah, I think that that is so resonant with like the collective energy at the moment. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for that. So how can people find you? You have so much information on your website and on Instagram and all these things. And I know you have your own podcast. So how can people find you and connect with you and work with the flower essences that you offer?
1: Yeah. So our website is Lotus like the flower and then wei.com We're on all the social channels. Um, lots of really good, like juicy videos coming out on Instagram. And then you can also find us if you're up for coming to Phoenix um, you can also find us at san, S-A-N, com. That's where we have our, um, it's like an urban retreat and wellness center. So if anyone wants to make a trip out to Phoenix, we'd love to have you.
0: <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. And I think you were saying also you're doing um, courses.
1: Yeah, so we are starting up a practitioner program, and we also um, we have a retreat every November in Costa Rica. We'll be adding new retreats um, coming soon to Asia and then hosting r- retreats both group and sort of like DIY um, here at the building in Phoenix where people can have access to flower essences and botanical treatments and acupuncture and Chinese herbs and a whole team of practitioners to really help either tweak your wellness plan or just like do a full overhaul and, um, you know, transform and transition you into whatever new stage you're going into. So it's like a little more hands-on anywhere from like listening to the podcast to working with the flower essences to like us
0: really coming in and surrounding you as a team. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was really informative and I feel it's a really nice intro to such a deep, rich, field of work that can take people years to really get used to and acclimated and study. So I think this was a really wonderful way to just gently break the ice on that. If it's the first time for people hearing about this work.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Kat. I really appreciate it. It's really um, a joy to speak with you.
0: So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If you enjoyed this episode and the last few, make sure to subscribe to the soul awakening podcast When you subscribe, you'll be notified of our new interviews and episodes that release once a week. You can find all the episodes online on soulawakeningpodcast.com, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and pretty much all places where podcasts are found. And please don't forget to leave a review while you're here. Today's episode was brought to you by Audible. For the listeners of the Soul Awakening Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download along with a free 30-day trial through visiting audibletrial.com slash soulawakeningpodcast. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash soulawakeningpodcast for your free audiobook. If you love the information that you heard today and it sparked something in you, feel free to share it with your friends and your family as well. I'm your host, Kat Fowler, and thanks again for listening. Wishing you peace, love, light, and joy for the rest of your day. I'll see you on the next episode.